we got you hey everybody it is all the way live on a saturday with your boy david and as you can see we got faces here today this is a different mm -hmm. than normal because this is considered the special Tommy. edition <laughs> so first and foremost i got my main man d ray the producer in the building with me today and our special guest is my man d from the da experience d how are you doing today I'm doing good. How y'all doing? Thanks for having me on. Oh man, the blessing is all ours. I'm I'm doing well. D Ray, I assume, is doing better that he's got a fresh cup of Joe. Oh, oh, you know it's gonna be a, a, at least 45 seconds before it infuses into my cells. <laughs> so you know. Understood. Understood. Mm -hmm. So D, if you could be so kind, um, introduce yourself to the people. Let them know about the DA experience. Okay, uh, like I like to say, I'm. Um, I'm 42 from some 80s baby from uh, Baltimore, Maryland. Grew up on the west side of Baltimore. Um, and at a young stop age, the show. Like, stop the show. <laughs> just stop the show. Did you, say, did you say Baltimore? Baltimore, born and raised. Let's oh, go, Ravens. Let's go. Oh, I knew it. <laughs> You're in the presence of a Steelers fan, so. Oh, yeah. no, I'm off now. You should have told me that. To oh, man. I, nah. I knew I should have asked nah, you nah, nah, what nah, you nah, were nah, for. Nah, nah, nah. Check was already cashed. Sorry. You guys no, got a rough one. You, I, uh, I, I, uh, 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 oh, dirty for that VP. Dirty for that one, man. Uh, hey, there's a, there's a way into everything. Mm. But anyway. So now that you know D-Ray, <laughs> so please, please finish uh, what you were saying. I'm sorry. So, like I said, at a young age, I realized that I love pop culture. My mom, my dad said he always made the mistake of putting me in front of a TV when I was a baby. And Max. they gave me a love of television, cartoons, movies that I have to this day. Um, growing up, I was never a big reader. Did not like to read. Um, I can agree with that. And then my mother decided to like give me some a few comic books and my cousins got the comic books you know just like anybody else that age i just like the pictures i like the action and stuff of course but then i actually started reading them and enjoying the stories and i became a comic book head as i said for years i've been a comic book reader but then was a collector so uh over the last two years or so i've changed my idea of Oh, I'm just going to be like everybody else talking about movie reviews and the MCU and the DC movies. And I'm actually going to focus on helping people grow their comic collection and their mm -hmm. knowledge about the history of mm -hmm. these characters. And then this past February, I was like, well, nobody's talking about these obscure black characters or the mm -hmm. history of some of these characters or where they came from or their creators. So I'm going to start talking about, uh, about that. 
and that's blown up. And I've, I've now been doing that just about every day. I talk about something different. Sometimes I throw some stuff in there about stuff when I was a kid, like growing up black, I was like, I didn't have cable. So did anybody else watch this show? Yeah, I know it's the most vanilla Mayo show in the world, but I know I can't be the only one that was watching the show. And people are like, oh my God, you used to watch PBS? You watched yeah. Are You Being Served and Doctor Who? You watched yep. Red Dwarf? So I'm finding that connection with people that, that it's like it, where you grew up, you had this same experience. And right. I just like kind of find people to, in, in, in growing that atmosphere. We're all the same. We all grew up a little bit different, but we all had the right. same taste and stuff. And it doesn't have to be this division of, oh, I'm from here and I'm this type of person. But I'm like, yeah, but you still had certain aspects of you growing up that were like mine. And let's talk about that. Let's have fun with that. Let's make fun of that. You know, like, like, so that's what an experience is about. Like, I want to show my experience of what it was like when I was a kid. And I want to know if that was like, like that for anybody else. Or even now up until like my 40s. But there's also like a conflict side because I'm a conflict geek as well. So it's like, hey, you ever heard about this character? Did you know about this? This happened in your favorite movie. This happened after this. Let's talk about it. You know, let's have some fun. That's, mm -hmm. that's the main thing. That's what's up. Go ahead, D-Ray. You know, you know, I feel the need to introduce him to our resident know-it-all in pop culture, Lena. <laughs> this would almost be like the key master and the gatekeeper in, in Ghostbusters. <laughs> it might open up right. the gates of, of, of Gozier if we get them two together. As Cap said, I get that reference. I get, I get that reference. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we have... Uh... We have a fellow podcaster who nerd culture, uh, comics, and all those things. She gets it, and uh, she's actually a an artist as well. Illustrator would be the proper term, D-Ray. Visual artist. Don't get Visual don't artist. don't get her started. Understood, understood. But um, a great great creativity and a great imaginative mind she has. So definitely, you two would it'd be a severe chop up <laughs> it'd be like wow what about this and that and this so so you know speaking of these type of things i wanted to do a a what to keep and what to get rid of now i know you're younger than me have you do you remember a lot of the 70s great shows that they had back then yeah i know a little bit about the 70s and in the 80s my dad turned me on this to shaft and and Superfly, I got I got a Superman comic in here that they did the covers were based off of old posters and Superman's cover was based off of Superfly. And I had that hanging in my room. So V V V, he's from Baltimore. <laughs> he was plus ten when he was born. So we the same age. Oh, okay. Pretty much, yeah. I came out you gotta know. Yeah, that's, that's the truth. <laughs> got it. So check it out. When I was These forty. Are... People thought I was thirty. So he, he's right on that. Mm -hmm. one. <laughs> so check it out. These are seventy of the greatest TV shows. Just some. There was a whole lot, and you know we only supposedly an hour show. But here's some that I want you to think about. And which one would you get rid of? Ultraman. Remember Ultraman? Mm -hmm. Yep. Battlestar Galactica. Star Trek. This is original Captain T. Kirk and all of the crew. The original Incredible Hulk with Lou Ferrigno. Space 1999. I the barely remember million, that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, $6 million man. Uh-huh. And the last but never least, Kung Fu with David Carradine. Okay. 
Which one would I get rid of? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna throw Space 1999 to the side only because I don't know that show, so I can't really okay. say I get rid of it because I don't know. Out of the ones I know, I would probably get rid of Battlestar Galactica. I never got into it. I, it was mm-hmm. just a little too off kilter. Like it just never got going. Never really seemed like there was enough danger. Star Trek mm-hmm. holds a great place in my heart because, like I always tell everybody, I didn't have cable, so on a right. Saturday around two o'clock. They playing Star Trek and my butt's sitting there watching a horror. Like, why she got the why she got the wash over? Like every time she on screen, it's sprinkles and stars all around her. And I'm sitting there like, you know, I I don't realize this woman is now 50 years old. This is 1969, 1970, and I'm sitting there like, God, I want to meet Michelle Nichols, you know. So she was fine as I'll get up, no doubt. Ultraman was my introduction to that side of like the Japanese culture outside of Mm-hmm. anime i remember watching like the movies that would come on and they would have ultraman fighting these different kaiju and stuff so yeah if i had to get rid of anything it would be probably Battlestar galactica because i can't say i actually watched the entire episode all the way through like i know about the little robot and what was his name star buck or something like that like i know i know stuff about it. i know they remade it. i know the remake was great, yeah but i never watched the remake but i know that they did remake it um, yeah, it's gotta be Battlestar Galactica. That, that just wasn't me. Now, the, the thing I remember as a kid was like the introduction to how poor cell batteries were because Ultraman would get into a fight and his damn Mike blinking already that he's losing power. I'm like, this dude gave me stress as a kid, man. And I think that's why everything like we were talking about battery, 50% you get charged. I don't care. We're not messing with you like that. <laughs> are we just asking him or are we is this a discussion question for all of oh, us? Oh, this is this is for all of us. Go ahead. Okay, because because uh there was one show that you described. Mm-hmm. It's a white man in the that old West. Mm-hmm. In the old West, that for whatever reason is a kung fu master. Yes. Yeah, that's got to go. <laughs> that's false advertising, right? Yeah, yeah, that's got to go. That's got to go. Let's give D a second. He might have got a call. We know how that goes. We do indeed um, know how that goes. But but Ultraman, Ultraman was was that was that show, man. And you're no doubt. Right. And you're right. I guess they did it on purpose because you know <laughs> they had to have some kind of drama. It's like, you know, Ultraman is dead. Ultraman is dying. You know, so that used to be my show. Now. Six million dollar man is the only show that you think someone is going fast when they're moving slow. Remember that facts, and it was that that sound that we all tried to do on the on the playground. <laughs> they the freaking Max Payne video game based it off a of six million dollar man had right. to right. <laughs> we, we got him. I get him. Okay, get situated. Um, overheated. <laughs> You were talking about battery life and my phone straight up overheated as I got a phone call and I couldn't get back in. Yeah. Phone call I, always I kicked you out. <laughs> it's all good. I was like, I was like sitting there like, why can't I answer the call and why can't I get back in? I'm like, oh, so the phone overheated or something. <laughs> oh goodness. Sorry about that. All right. So we're gonna go ahead, we're gonna go ahead to the next option. We're gonna talk about 80s. Okay. Now I'm gonna give I'm gonna I'm gonna give honorable mentions to the Cosby Show and Married with Children because those shows were just classics. But we're not dealing with those; we're dealing with action. So, Quantum Leap, Knight Rider, Eighteen, 
Airwolf, <laughs> MacGyver, 21 Jump Street, and just two more. We got V, and we have Mystery Science Theater 3000. If I had to get rid of anything, and people will probably kill me for this, I would get rid of Mystery Science Theater 3000. Really? I like the show, but mm -hmm. I just couldn't, like, it doesn't hold a place like the other ones. Even Airwolf, I remember watching in syndication. Like, I never saw it when it originally aired, but I saw it mm -hmm. Channel 54, and, you know, the, here come the helicopter. I'm like, how does this helicopter get into a fight every week? I don't understand <laughs> how you, like, so. You someone to pick a fight with always. Always, like he always finds somebody he can pick a fight with, and they happen to have a plane that can go toe to toe with them. Uh, right. So MacGyver became like a meme. Like you want MacGyver your way out of that one. So you, I'll watch that every Monday. Right. Um, but Mystery Science Theater was something. If I when I was there with somebody's house that had cable because it came on Comedy Central back in the day for right. me, and that was the only time I saw. Now it was my introduction to some of the worst movies of all time, and I love the Next. whole drifting. Uh, you know, like like Manos, Hands of War, and and Santa Claus versus the Martians and stuff like that. So it let me know there were just bad movies out there, and you could just make fun. It gave me my love of like people like I don't like something. I'm like, for me to not really like something has to be terrible because right. if I can find a way to watch a movie, then I'm still having fun. Like it might it might have been made to be a drama, but if I'm watching it as a comedy and I'm still having fun with it. I'm like, I enjoyed it for that reason. So that gave me that love. It's like, yeah, you can watch a bad movie and just riff on that movie and have a good time with it. But I just didn't watch it enough. So I would have to get rid of Mystery Science Theater. I got you. What about you, D-Ray? It's easy. 21 Jump Street, got to go. No, probably <laughs> second. Yeah, 21 Jump Street, got to go. You mean to tell me what kind of SAT scores that these kids get that they couldn't tell that these were some full-grown <laughs> cops walking through the high school? I feel you. Um, my goal, my goal way out of this compilation will probably be Quantum Leap. I never really got into it as much as uh, other people did, um, but man, between Airwolf and A Team, those were like my shows. I used to love me some Air, uh, some A Team especially because Mr. T was that he was he was up there. That was his status at that time. And then he did Rocky. Forget about it. Okay. <laughs> I'm about to throw a grenade in the conversation. Go ahead. <clears throat> Airwolf versus Blue Thunder. Airwolf only because I know it more. <laughs> just, just y'all remember like, Blue Thunder? I, I know, I know Blue Thunder, but I watched Airwolf more, so I'm just gonna go. Airwolf. Okay, so for the uninitiated, for whatever reason, the '80s was full of TV series with killer helicopters, right? Mm. On, helicopter. on, on one hand, you had Airwolf that that had like missiles and could go like Mach 2 or whatever then you had <laughs> right then you had blue thunder that was used by lapd that was all bulletproof and had like uh 50 caliber guns on the front of it Sheesh. right and it could do a loop-de-loop -loop, so <laughs> was blue thunder a, a it, a, it started a off as a movie and then mm -hmm. it became a series yeah okay and then and then uh arrow was cbs's competition to the okay. under series got it got it that makes sense okay it was either killer helicopters or killer cars it was one of the other right <laughs> yeah because because airwolf didn't talk like kit did for uh knight rider correct no no, no. no. okay 
All right. So it didn't have its own in, uh, AI. Okay. Got it. Right. All right. So now last, last one. We're going to do 90s. Oh, boy. Star Trek Voyager. Hercules with my man Kevin Sorbo. Xena. I used to love Xena. Sliders. <laughs> Star Trek Deep Space Nine. And Stargate SG-1. Okay, I can't do this. I just can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> Am I going first? Go ahead, get a guess. It's, it's Stargate SG one. It's another you one. Of those like, I just didn't mm -hmm. watch it enough. Like I, mm -hmm. I, the other ones were all on regular television. Stargate SG one was on Showtime. So not only did you have to have cable, you had to have premium cable to watch yep. Stargate SG one. And yep. I didn't get cable until like 1995, 96. I sure as heck didn't get Showtime until like the 2000s. So that means that's a double whammy. <laughs> right. Only time I saw, saw Stargate is when it moved off of Showtime and was on Sci-Fi. And by that point, they were already in like season six or seven. So, right. you know, it was like, I love the fact that the dude that was on there is now the voice of Kratos and God of War. Now, that's crazy. Right. It is crazy. But, um, oh, no, I'm sorry. I, Keep on I, I can't, I literally can't, can't pick. <laughs> I, I I like literally cannot pick like maybe maybe sliders maybe if I had to get rid of one but like you know Xena was part of my personal development and I'm gonna just leave it right there. <laughs> Lucy uh Lucy Lawless yeah man <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes indeed and a lot of kids rejoice and of course Star Trek D Space Nine don't get touched because the Black Coalition exactly. I was like, looking at right. the first black captain. I'm, I'm like, I get Facts. kicked out of the D Space Nine. Cisco for life. Look, Deep Space Nine, aka Hulk in space. Right. Exactly. James, James was not James Avery. I forgot something with an A in though. I want to say it's it James was Avery. It was Avery. Avery, Avery, Avery Brooks. Brooks. Avery, Avery, Avery Brooks. Brooks or Avery Jones. Avery, Avery Brooks. Brooks. Mm hmm. Yeah, Avery yeah, Brooks all day. Oh, yeah, dude. I'm not. No, I ain't getting rid of. No, he's straight. Nah. Yo, he was a bad <laughs> actress, boy. He he played no games. No, he was on that ship. He was like, I will take us to war. I don't yeah. care. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he was like, I don't care. <laughs> he and was. I and I will quote Shakespeare as right. I do. It. <laughs> and then two different versions. Once they let him, like you said, become Hawk. Once he brought that bald head back, everybody oh. be like, oh, oh, it's over. Like, don't even start <laughs> this man right now. He, he, he is not for the games today. He is not, not at games. all. Not at all. Thanks for playing with that, man. So if superheroes had a therapy group, who do you think would need the most counseling? And then who would be surprisingly the well-adjusted member? <laughs> most counseling. God. Technically, probably, if it's not probably him, Batman. If, if not him, it'd be Bruce Banner. Because that dude got psyche is so broke, it ain't even funny. Like, Facts. he's actually gone to therapy, and every time something bad in his life happened, he created a new Hulk. Like, he got 20 different personalities at this point. So, Facts. yeah, if I had to say most well-adjusted to play off of Batman, I'd probably say Nightwing. Nightwing is probably the most well-adjusted superhero out there. Like, he's realized what his life was, even with his parents dying. He still keeps a smile on his face, and he's like, "You know what? We're going to take a step back. We're going to talk this out, and then we're going to go from there." Like he's 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 kind of he's pretty like on the level. Okay, okay. What about you, dear? What do you who do you feel? Well, you know how I feel about Batman, so you know that's the answer to that one because Batman is actually crazy. 
Yo, he's he's a he's a straight up nut. Yeah, he's but but he's a well prepared nut. Right. So I for some reason I can relate to that. Um as far as well adjusted, I don't know. I'm trying to think. There's, maybe, a, there's a lot to pick from. Maybe Superman might be the most well adjusted. That's because, true. Because there is nothing in his psyche unless something happened to Lois. There's really right. nothing in his psyche that makes you think, oh, he ain't got it all. Right? <laughs> He's just an alien. <clears throat> you know, that can go, that can respin the earth. I don't know. But yeah. that would be my immediate answer because as far as I'm concerned, I was attracted to all of the superheroes that had problems. So <laughs> the more nuttier, the more better. Absolutely. <laughs> That's why definitely Deadpool needs beyond counseling. That, that dude, he just got, he got issues. I forgot about Moon Knight. So him too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you do. Yeah, um, like <laughs> well, well adjusted member for me would be Charles Xavier. He just seems like he has the answer for everything. He got issues though. He he got oh, issues. Oh, sure. He, he 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 he's he's one of those closeted people that like the second something go wrong, he cracks. Like like <laughs> his facade starts falling apart real fast. And, you, and there's a reason why all of them say Professor X is a jerk. So it's like he yeah. lets you think he got it all together. And then something that somebody like tells him no, and he like no. What the hell you mean no? <laughs> right, because he's, he's, he's the king. No, he's the king of petty. Right, he's the <laughs> king of petty. Like I can make you do what I want. Don't forget that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the crazy part. So let's say if you have a dinner party with three comic book characters, who would they be, and what do you think the conversation would be like? Definitely, I would want uh, T'Challa. I would like. I would love to have King of uh, the Black Panther there, and to play off of him, I'd love to have Icon there because a lot of people don't realize that Icon was like a Republican. Icon was like for a lot of stuff. Like the comic was made to paint him differently. Like people think the comic was called Icon, but it was actually about Rocket changing Icon's mind because of the way he viewed society and black people in society. So, mm. for to, and then I'll the, to to make it to have that volatile person in there, I probably throw Luke Cage in there mm -hmm. to play off of all three. I could see him and Icon going back and forth. Him telling T'Challa, "You being too nice." I could, so I I could definitely see, and I guess I just want that that conversation. Like I know they all could keep their temperament, but I know it would get heated. But in a way, like rigged debate, like going from talking to debate it would never go into a full-fledged fight but it would it would get beyond just let's just talk and keep it subtle let's actually have a debate about some things based off of where we all come from because luke cage came from the hood t'challa is a king icon is this you know alien he's not even a part of it but he represents what he thinks black people should be and something luke cage represents something else so yeah that's what I, that's my three okay what about you d-ray <clears throat> of course, it would be the aforementioned Batman, uh, <laughs> along with Iron Fist, and along with uh, Tony Stark. Hmm. Right? You got three of the richest people ever. 
It took like me a second to get the connection. I was like, what? You got you got okay. three of the richest people ever, two of which are uh alleged martial art masters, mm -hmm. and another two of which are masters of gadgets. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. So they I just want to some ideas. They could definitely get it, some ideas going. <laughs> or, or it would be uh, a fight scene to end all fight scenes. <laughs> I was going to say, is there really a need for a table to be able to sit and eat? I and mean, both of them pretty much kicked Tony right at the beginning, like before he could even get the suit on. And then it's just Iron Fist and Batman at that yeah, point. You, you know, and then, and then the, the script would only have two words Yo, mama. And then it's on. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There it is. Um, I agree with T'Challa. I definitely would love to, to to chat with him, and I also agree with Luke Cage because I'm I'm a fan of Luke Cage. The third one, I would actually like Storm to be there because I'm such a fan of Storm, and I know T'Challa and her had a thing going on, so it should be pretty pretty smooth. See, you're just trying to get you're just trying to see people with put their dirty laundry out there in the street, so Storm huh? and T'Challa. Get up there arguing about that relationship <laughs> or the lack thereof. Then I'll be, it'll be just me and Luke chatting. <laughs> I would, I would, I don't, I, I, I'm still mad that they made them get divorced. Like everybody else can stay together, but the, I hate to be that guy with like right. one black couple, y'all break them up. Like, really? <laughs> right, like, right. I don't want to be that guy, but it's like, yo, like y'all, y'all got Reed and Sue here arguing every other day. He's 20 years Facts. older than her. But they Facts. can make it work every time. But yeah. these two, like, it's completely annulled. Like, they'll never get back together again. And I'm like, there was so much potential there that y'all just left on the table. <laughs> so another hypothetical. Even though we know Marvel is not going to uh, recast T'Challa, I wanted to know who do you guys have in mind would make a great replacement, actor-wise, for T'Challa? Um, well, technically they can because they, we're doing some tiny, whiny stuff right now. And at the right. end of, well, if anybody watching, spoilers, so a couple years. <laughs> at the end of Wakanda Forever, his son's name is T'Challa. So they got around that. So they can okay. definitely do that. And with them doing this whole Young Avengers thing now, it's like, hey, that movie might not come out for another five years. You know, we don't know how old this little boy is. He might have been. Well, we know he's like about five, five to ten, maybe, you know, so he might be 15, 14 years old by then. But right. if they were like, dude, like bring somebody in from another universe, I would definitely um, like I can't think of his name, um, but he's going to play Black Manta. And uh, he was right. also he was, you know, I might not be able to cast him because of the fact I think he's going to be Wonder Man. But I'm not sure if that's still happening, but he was Black Manta and he was also uh, Dr. Manhattan in the Watchmen show. Okay. He was my, it, back when people thought they might recast T'Challa, which I really feel they should have, um, only because the characters just needed. I got what they were doing, and I get you want to move the story forward, but I'm like, it's a character we need to see. It's just, it's just that's just the case. Um, okay. But yeah, I would. He would. He was like my first choice to play the character. If not him, my second choice again. Can't think of his name, but you know the movie Bird Box that came out with Sandra Bullock, mm -hmm. the guy that was that was. The love interest in that, like I think, and he was also in um, the Alien movie. But I think at the time he hasn't done anything since. But I think he would have been a good, a good uh, T'Challa as well. Okay. 
Uh, D-Ray, who do you have in mind? I can't think of anybody. Um, I do agree, and I'm trying to remember the actor that played Black Mantis. He would have been um, a good candidate, but this is, you know, this is almost like the problem DC ran into in the late 80s when it was clear they were going to have to recast Superman, right? Mm. Christopher Reeves was Superman. Yeah, fact. the late 70s to the late 80s and so this is a problem and it wasn't until um dean kane uh came out in the adventures of of lois and clark i think that's what it was called yeah but um that you really can get your mind wrapped around okay there's a new superman right we're just yeah. gonna have to they're gonna find they're gonna have to find a young actor to, to fill those shoes but those are some mighty big shoes to fill and not just said that a young actor, I know a lot of people want, want him to play static. But again, if they do that 14 to 15, I think he's like 20 something now. He could play uh, the the black the black kid from Stranger Things. Like I think, I think if they want that young, yeah, like yeah, they I can see to that. Be his son, and they want to be in Young Avengers, I think okay. he'd be perfect uh, for that role. But also in my head, I want him to be static. Like I'm like, no, this kid is the perfect static, right? Uh, static shot one. <clears throat> yeah, I can see that. Now, I had did a, a research on that very same question, and they had given a list of 10. One of them, they said Michael J. White, but I'm like, Michael's too, too old, old for that. Too old. He's too old, 50, old for that. 50 years old. He's like 56, 60 years old almost. Uh, they said Idris Alba, and I'm like, he's too old. Too old, right. So out of them, there were three that I picked that I liked. One is Derek Luke. But Derek like was already book. in the MCU, though. Correct. So that won't work. Then it's my man, uh, Jamon Osan. Was it Osan? Jamon he Hunter. is. Jamon he he looks like uh, he could play DMX or something like that. Yeah. At least to me, he did. But and then the last. Go ahead. Well, real quick, he's also already in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he's he, one of the. Uh, a, he doesn't look it, but he's a lot older than people think. He's like 55, 60 years old. He looks great. <laughs> I, I I definitely think he should have been cast because he's the only one that's actually I think he's actually from Africa. So mm. and you know he was he did play T'Challa because he was the voice of T'Challa in the cartoon that played on BET. Gotcha. But I think he would make a good uncle. Like I agree with you though. If he was like five years younger and he hadn't already been to MCU, I think he would have been perfect. I think it's this guy you were talking about. This is David Oyelowo. I believe no, no, not, not him, but yes, that's that's my second pick. Yes, that's 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 what I like. To say. He's he's, he's aggravating. He, he, <laughs> played, uh, he, played, he played Martin Luther King. Yeah, he's yeah. aggravating as an actor. Every time I see him, really? I don't know why. He's just aggravating to me. I can't I can't put my finger on it. Now the funny thing is, is, well, that's what I was gonna say. The funny thing is, is most actors that are normally uh, a Peter pain in the ass or. Or paint the neck or whatever, until they put their shoes into a character, they bring life to it. Because let's be real, nobody knew nobody about Robert Downey Jr. until he became Tony Stark, and then poof, he is Tony Stark. His, he, his he, career, he was almost like his career was done. Like he hadn't had facts. a movie in years. He had been to rehab a whole bunch of times. But when they cast him, because I'm like, I knew what he looked like. I'm like, no, nah, they put that goatee on. He looks like Tony Stark in the comic. So I didn't care that like how he acted he killed the role but i'm like no he yeah. looks like tony stark and my dad was like why would they get this no name i was like because he looks like him you know yeah. so that that's why um yeah. that's the way they were drawing him but his, he did such a great job it was like 
Oh, okay, yeah. His arrogance was on top of the roof. He did great. I thought he was. I thought he nailed who that character needs to be. So listen, we're gonna take a moment, and every time uh, during our show, we have a halfway point where we do what's called the Blast Artist Spotlight, and we spotlight one of our artists to give them pre exposure, which is what we do here on Blast Music. So today is our boy Mike Jeezy, and the name of this song is called Energy. Check it out. These clouds, see God loves me anyway, despite these flaws. So I gotta get a little buck while yeehaw. My God giving y'all the blessings, so I never tap out. No time for stressing. Now I'm confessing that I'm still learning lessons when I get knocked down. Get up stepping, cause I know how my blessings flow. Started from the crown down to the tiptoe. Holy Spirit, you don't wanna miss this flow, cause I'm talking about you and the whole trio. The Father's on top and they call me Mijo. For my Latino, this head to Cristo. My God, my lingual. So if you didn't know, I'ma speak English, me, amigo. Make sure you keep that same energy. Energy, energy, energy. Make sure you keep that same energy. Energy, energy, energy. Make sure you keep that same energy. Energy, energy, energy. Make sure you keep that same energy. Energy, energy, energy. Make sure you keep that same energy. Energy, energy, energy. Make sure you keep that same energy. Energy, energy, energy. Make sure you keep that same energy. Energy, energy, energy. Make sure you keep that same energy. Somebody tell me whose man is this? Flip flop, they crisscross, wanna jump when they plot in the whole twist. Well, hey, Mr. Big Stuff, now tell me who you think you are. Call Gene Knight, cause you know you dismissed. I got a lot of enemies, they draining my energy, but tell them my energy is inside of my energy. If I'm at a dead end, I'm counting the real friends, the type that will help you and open the red sea. Never make a promise that you can't keep. Nobody really likes to bluff, that's a way it's so deep. If you're gonna repent, then I suggest enough keeping. If that energy drain, then throw away the whole thing. Sometimes you gotta cut the cord to keep moving forward to be a valuable piece within the damn Board. What's done in the dark is brought to the light, it's heads and tails So tell me how you call it, alright? Listen, how the code, ain't no man in the middle Cause if it gets spit out, ain't no something that's riddle You're headed on a dead end, on a one way I know you see the sign, read it what the Lord say On the periodic table, I'm an element And me and God got a chemistry So next time you ever think about attacking me <laughs> Well, make sure you keep that same energy Energy, energy, energy Make sure you keep that same energy Energy, energy, energy Make sure you keep that same energy Energy, energy, energy. Make sure you keep that same energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm living for God for real. I go fishing for real. I'm like a Navy SEAL. Talking that panic and bill. I'm just a kid full of skittles. No riddle, it's simple. I love them with all of my energy. I get empty. In the forefront, I'm up on my tip. I think I saw Jesus in my dreams. Oh, you don't believe all that sweet honey. Energy, energy, energy. Make sure 
Yes, indeed, that is our boy, Mike Jeezy, with energy. And if you are a spoken word poet, up-and-coming comedian, or an artist who wants some exposure, you can go to BlastMusic247.com and register for free. But listen, Blast also needs the fans. So if you like to hear great music, just like you did with Mike Jeezy, you can go to BlastMusic247.com and register as well and have access to hundreds and hundreds of music blasts changing the industry one artist at a time all righty <clears throat> so let's see what else i got up on here um i wrote a whole bunch of stuff bro <laughs> if a comic book character had to participate in a reality show like survivor which hero or villain would be the ultimate strategist as well as get voted off the island first. I hate to keep going back to him, but I would say, like, he grew up with that. It would be, it would be T'Challa. Like, it's like, get, you gotta, you gotta get rid of him. But since I can't say him, I'm gonna go with uh, Captain America, Steve Rogers. I mean, there's a reason why everybody defers to him on the field. He is a, he is a strategy, strategy is what he does. So mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, he's going to be, he's, he's made to live that type of thing. So it's like, nope, we got to get him out of here first. Everybody's going to vote him off. So if it was here, <laughs> if it's, if it's villain, it's Lex Luthor. It's like, yeah, he, he just knows he's a, he's a, he's a sociopath. So he would know how to play that politic game. The people know he's smarmy. They know he's bad, but he's still going to get those votes. Uh, yeah. They're like, I'm the best person for you. Like, I'm not strong. I don't, I don't do any of this, but he's going to use that brain. So they got to get him off there first. So villain, Lex Luthor, hero would be Captain America. Wow. What about you, D-Ray? Well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, to, to stop repeating Batman. But <laughs> y'all all know this is why Batman is king. However, <laughs> I will say the first one to get voted off, I'm going to throw you a curveball. You ready? Mm -hmm. Jonah Hex would be the first one to get thrown off. Dang. That is a curveball. <laughs> because, because for nothing else, when his look, the lip that's connected, people get tired of seeing that and be like, you got to go because I'm tired of seeing it. <laughs> I don't know why you just don't cut that. Damn. But anyway, so yeah, I'm going to go back. It's his skin. That's his mouth. That'd be yeah, the like, No, that's got to, that, you got to do something that about you that. you talking about cut is this part right no, here. No, you, <laughs> you got to do something about that. Go that, talk that to the Joker. Go talk to the Joker and get one of them smiles cut in, cause you got to do that thing. He's from he's from the 1870s. You know, if you got messed up, you got messed up. There was no plastic surgery back then. Man, yeah, they wore them I, scars I, proudly. <laughs> I, look, you better go get one of them red hot knives and go go for what you know, man, cause you got to go. Then you really will be walking around looking like the Joker. You're just gonna have a constant smile, teeth, <laughs> just teeth everywhere. Like, oh shoot, here comes Joker. He always smiling. Teeth. Back. Just that is crazy. Um, it's kind of like a tie for both in this aspect for me. Meaning, Doctor Doom, great strat strategist, but at the same time, you got to get that clown out of here. Right. That's that's what I said about like if you cap, like you got to get him out. 
Yeah, so that that's where he'd be coming in and, and leaving at the same time. Um, <laughs> these are some crazy questions. Comic book characters went on a road trip. Who would be the DJ in the car, and whose superpower would be the most useful during that journey? All right, this is going so two. Um, I'm keeping it with the theme here. I would say that if it's a super DJ, I definitely have Miles Morales, Spider Man as DJ. I know he's got a good sense of music. Um, yes, he does. Played the video game. He grew up in that old school house, so he's gonna have a mix of the new stuff with the '80s stuff, with the old '50s, '60s stuff. So he's gonna he's gonna be good. Best person to have on this thing will be Static. Those electrical powers, those phones are gonna die if you got that hybrid car, that Tesla. Yeah, you don't got the supercharger. <laughs> you're good. <laughs> you know, it's it's, it's 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 you're good to go. If you got an electric car, it's like, hey man, we ain't never gotta fill up. He just sitting there holding the battery the whole time. The man is a walking battery. So if not static, black lightning. I'm like, hey, you know, so you're gonna have some type of some nature in there. So yeah, it'd be static. I, I would love to see a car trip with static and miles morales. I think they would get along wow. great. And I think that would just be an awesome adventure. <clears throat> what about you, D Ray? <clears throat> I feel like I'm the troublemaker on this podcast. Uh Shockwave from the Decepticons. Okay. And Thanos. <laughs> you bringing in the heavyweights. <laughs> so so educate. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if Thanos was your DJ? And you, I and you, no, no, no. Shockwave is, it, we're just using his powers to amplify oh, okay. Thanos' mission. Oh, but can God. you imagine you don't dance to DJ Thanos? Oh, I got a, I got a hit for you. <laughs> hey, there it is. He wound, up, he wound up playing some Johnny Mathis or something. He's in there like, <laughs> like, he's like, I will snap. You either start dancing or I will snap. You know what right I mean? Now. I will do it. I will do it right now. You know, right. Man, this ain't even got no beat. I don't know how to oh, do this. I, I, you better do something. You better do something. <laughs> He's like, these so, are great beats, huh? I was like, yeah, 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 these are great. Man, get him off. <laughs> like, yeah, these are great. These are great. <laughs> <laughs> you over there, right. like, like, where are we going? California. Oh, God, that's a 27-hour trip. Like, oh, God. <laughs> now, in my case, um, the DJ. That's a good question on the DJ. I'll leave it. I'll leave it. I'll leave that up to my man, Luke Cage, since he's from Harlem. You know, we got some uh, some dope tracks over there. As far as a useful uh, superhero, you guys remember Dazzler? Yeah. He got those light effects when music is going. I bet you that's a dope thing right there. So those are my two picks. You're going with the light show. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, let me ask you this, uh, D. Do you remember these characters? Yeah, I definitely remember those characters. Who we got? That's, uh, that's Captain Marvel. I'm sorry, as he's called now, Shazam. Back then, he was Captain Marvel. That's right. Isis, and I wouldn't yes. think that that's Captain Marvel's uncle Dudley. I'm not positive on that one. What do you think, D. Ray? All I remember was Shazam and Isis. I don't know who that other dude is. My behind talk about Captain Kangaroo. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I, I agree with you, D. I, I do not know who that was, so I, I was I'm trying to find sure it. If, if memory serves me, it's playing into the comic, 
And Billy Batson was adopted by his uncle Dudley, who later became mm -hmm. like Uncle Uncle Marvel or something like that, like in the comics back in the 40s and 50s. Um, so I'm thinking that suppose that's who that is, because that's who it looks like. I'm thinking it's Uncle Dudley. Okay. Yeah, I'm not I, I, no, I hear you. I, I had fun uh searching searching that up and I found that picture and I was like, oh, this is interesting. Yeah, I wanted to ask Shazam show. Yeah. Shazam Isis Power Hour or something like that. I used to love Shazam as a kid. I I don't know. Shazam was a character I wasn't even introduced into until later in my life because around that time, that's when they lost the rights to the character. They were fighting with DC because, you know, he became more popular than Superman. So that's oh. how they actually lost the Captain Marvel name to Marvel because Fawcett Comics was in such a legal battle with DC that they forgot to re-trademark the name Captain Marvel and Marvel Comics jumped in and, and, and stole it. So that's yeah. why they thought calling him Shazam in the comics, but he was still Captain Marvel. He could still be called Captain Marvel in the comics. The comic couldn't be called Captain Marvel, though. It had to be called Shazam, which was confusing everybody. So about 10 years ago, they said, forget it. He's just Shazam. It's, it's just Shazam. There ain't no Captain Marvel no more. That is crazy. And, and, and the funny thing is, is from everything I've been watching you share, DC and Marvel has had a lot of legal issues because of things being said and naming this character this and that. That's that's just crazy. But I mean, they, there's there's fights for the rights of who owns the characters, dating all the way back to even before Superman, because these kids that they hired just created these characters and they bought them for nickels on the dollar, and now some oh. of these characters are worth literally billions of dollars, and these families aren't seeing any money from that and Dang. i think marvel's going through something now in disney because all the families that like created like black widow and uh, a couple other characters those rights are coming back up so now they're fighting to keep those characters because dc has already lost like the rights to superman and superboy they have to write that this character appears uh because of the the, the schuster family because that because they owe them all that money because they legally own the characters. So DC is technically leasing out aspects of Superman and certain characters. So it's, wow. it's, it's, it's weird that these contracts, they have to make them ironclad that the person can't come back later and like, hey, I need some, mm. some, you know, some money for what y'all did, which is why the story I did the other day was we're having Amar Wolfman after Blade became a hit. He came back and the court was like, no, 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 the movie version is so much different than your version. They don't owe you anything. <laughs> but you know, it's funny if I could piggyback on what he just said. Yeah, you know, U U.S. copyright law is mm -hmm. that the copyright extends a hundred years after the the death of the original author, and mm. so this was what threw Disney into a tizzy because yep. Mickey Mouse was about to approach uh, public domain next means, year. Next yeah, year. Yep. which means that anybody can go to your your T-shirt press. And make your own Mickey Mouse shirt because it's in the public domain now. Well, it's a technicality. Mm. Right. They can only use the Steamboat Willie version. Steamboat, of absolutely. That's so, right. yes, at that point, now, anybody can right. take that Steamboat Willie cartoon and put it on their YouTube chip page. And right. there's a version of Superman that DC doesn't own. His name is uh, back in the, the 50s. They used to have the Max Flasher cartoons. Mm -hmm. You know, where he was like fighting monsters and he was always jumping and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. There was a copyright issue there, so 
DC and Warner Brothers don't own those cartoons. That's why you should always wow. see them on those tapes. They have the 100 greatest cartoons and the Superman cartoons will be on there because he's in the public domain. They can't do anything about it. But yeah, they're going, but the actual Superman, like you said, he's going to public domain next year, Batman in another five years. So wow. all these companies are trying to figure out ways of keeping these characters, which Disney did back in the day. He actually had, because I think it was only 50 to 75 years and he got it extended to 100. But wow. that is, is but all the now is a hundred years later. So all these characters and all these movies, uh, that's how Disney lost Winnie the Pooh. Um, Winnie the Pooh is p public domain. Wow. Yeah, but, that's how they did that, that Pooh horror movie that came out last year. But like you just said, the the end around of that is that's why you see so many iterations of these of these superheroes. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. once they create a new iteration of that superhero. That that best basically resets the clock, right? right. Like like so, back to the Superman effect. Mm -hmm. It's like they only own the original part of Superman, but DC is the one that created like Kryptonite and Krypton and his origin. But the Flash and uh, family created Superboy. So or the ability to fly that came from like the radio show and stuff like that. So different parts of the character are owned by different people and different entities and stuff like that. That is crazy. Oh yeah, yeah, if you go into that copyright law of who was actually like, you know, public domain characters and stuff, uh, the first, I, one of my biggest videos I did, the first black female superhero is in the public domain. Her name is The Butterfly. Came out in 1971, 72. Wow. Anybody can use this character. Anybody can make a comic book with this character. Nobody can say anything about it. Hmm. Yeah. And some people have. Some people have already started putting her in their own independent comics. That's dope. Now, now I will also say this before we move on. Another uh, tactic that they use, they will trademark something that the superhero says. Yeah. Right? So if you go up, up, and away, that's, that's actually trademarked. So, yep. so you can create a Superman. You just can't have him say up, up, and away. Right. Right. Well, you can't have, you can create a Captain Marvel, but you can't have him say Shazam. Absolutely. Right. Right. Got it. Yeah. That's, that's okay. That's dope. All right. So, Check this out, my fellas. We all remember the iconic Halle Berry as Storm. Boom. <laughs> I, I love Halle Berry in that movie. They did her dirty. And I'll talk about that story if you want me to. They did her dirty. <laughs> dirty. Well, you go, you go ahead and tell us, and then we'll we'll go on with the question. Go ahead. Well, okay. I don't know if you saw it, but the video I did last week, have you heard the story of why the director of X-Men 3 left the movie? No. All right. Yeah, so I, I heard that. Go ahead. Okay, so Matthew Vaughn was supposed to direct the movie, right? Um, and while he's there, they have this other script. He's like, well, what's that? And they're like, oh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. He was like, I'm the director. Let me read this script. So he gets the script and is like, he's like, this is pretty amazing. It starts with Storm flying down to Africa and making it rain to give these villages water. And he was like, this is great, but I didn't write this. And, I, and my people didn't write this. They were like, yeah, that's the Holly script. You see... Halle Berry hadn't signed on yet. So they were going to give her this fake script. And he was like, yeah, when she joins on the cast, we'll throw that out. Damn. He said, y'all were going to do that to an Academy Award winning actress. Because yes. Halle had already complained in the first two movies, which is why when you said boo, I'm like, that's not her fault. They ain't give her junk to do. It was like, <laughs> she was like, I was tired of just flying the plane. So it was like, she wanted more to do. Mm -hmm. And she wasn't going to come back for the third movie unless they had more for her character to do. So they create this fake script. 
And wow. So he was like, no, I'm not doing her like that. I'm out. He left the project. Wow. I don't care. Boo. <laughs> Whatever. He's sour. Okay. So just like how we did with T'Challa, who would you typecast to replace? Use the wrong word. They said typecast. <laughs> typecast, literally. <laughs> Like, I don't do want think? the person to play this character forever. I just, you know, I, don't type. Okay. Him. I don't want to own these two. Because <laughs> do you feel, do you feel uh, Holly Berry made Storm just like Tony did? Uh, like no, Robert no, Downey definitely not. That, again, Robert Downey Jr. is a great actor who had a great script with somebody that actually understood the character. Um, okay. John Favreau was actually a fan of Iron Man. He understood Iron Man, which was what a lot of the early Marvel movies had going for him. The people writing them understood the characters and what the characters need to represent. I'm still enjoying the movies and stuff, but you can tell that they're now on this this forward, let's push them out as fast as we can track instead of giving them the love that they really deserve. There are a few shining points in there, though, like Amon Vellani as Miss Marvel. Like, she was perfectly cast. But mm -hmm. um, but no, I think I, I, for one, I was just glad to have Storm on the screen. I, for one, always wanted Angela Bassett. I was like, she gave that power. Like, Holly has always come up as more soft, and that's mm -hmm. her style. She always, That's why she wasn't great Catwoman to me. It's like, her she doesn't give off that powerful demeanor. Like, I mm -hmm. see her, and they gave her some parts. I'm like, okay, but Angela Bassett, it was like, no, I saw her as Tina Turner. I really believed that she would send a lightning bolt down and electrocute um, So back <laughs> in the day, that, that, that was my casting for Storm back in the day. I'm trying to think okay. of young up and black actresses now that I would like to see in a role. And I'm trying to think of- Why, why you think, I got two. All right, here. That, that that immediately popped in mind. First, Janelle Monet, I think would yes. make a really good storm. Yeah, yes, yeah. most definitely. And, most definitely. And, and now that Star Trek Discovery is is coming yes. to an end, yep, you're right. And yep. Martin yes. Green would make mm -hmm. a great storm too. The only thing about those two is can they can they pull off an African accent, right? Mm -hmm. And that was kind of my problem with Hallie. I I, I didn't believe it. You know, but well, I don't think Hal even believed it because it went in and out. So it's like exactly she, she didn't even know what she wanted to be in the cut. But that again, I found out that wasn't her. That was the director telling her, "Oh, talk this way in some scenes and don't talk that way in other scenes," because right. he wanted to look like she was trying to fit in in the United States in only moments where it came out, and they didn't convey that well. It just didn't mm -hmm. come out. It didn't. Right. That, so that wasn't her to me. That was a direction error to me. Mm -hmm. Um. And I, I think I think your choices are really good because I know when they were saying about Wakanda Forever, they were like Janelle Monae is the front runner to play Storm. You know, back people thought the X Men were coming like right now. So um, yeah, she's I, I would have to agree with you. Yeah, Janelle Monae most definitely like she is she is that person. Um, oh, if not her, God, I had her a second ago. Now I lost her. I, it'll come back to me. <laughs> well, I agree with D Ray. It was definitely my girl. Uh, Sonequa Martin Green. I I love Discovery. She did an amazing job in, in on the show. I and I actually, <laughs> well, that's what I was gonna say. That's when I watched that show because of The Walking, the Walking Dead. Dead. Yeah, she got a glorified exit. <laughs> got turned to a zombie. There you go. I mean, everybody that left the show got turned into a zombie. It was like you leaving? Fine, you ain't uh, coming back. You ain't ever no gonna come back. You either <laughs> or, get shot in the head or you get turned to a zombie. What's your choice? Or if What's you do choice? come back, you're coming back as a memory or a ghost. Right. It's you're like gonna be nobody, dead. nobody comes back. Nobody comes yeah. back. 
And then Andrew Lincoln was like, well, I'm leaving. They were like, all right, you can come back, but we're going to put you on a different thing entirely. You and Michonne, y'all too popular, so we can't kill y'all. But everybody else, no, nah, you get shot in the head or Fact. you get made into a zombie. You, you, which, pick your poison. Which way or you, you want to go? you get your eyeball beat out. You're going to die. I think about you going to die gruesomely <laughs> or you're going to turn into a zombie. It's like, you, yeah. you get. What's, what's your choice? What's your choice? Like, they, they you, had to do old boy from everybody that loves Chris like that. They had to have that boy get ripped apart like that. <laughs> I mean, even, even like Glenn had nine lives till he met Negan. Yeah. Oh my but that's God. how it was in the comic book. That, that's why when he died in the comic, because he'd always made it out. So you were like, oh, somebody's going to save them at the last minute. You know, nope. and then you turn that page. I'm like, oh, oh, he shit. got beat to a pulp. Oh so when God. I saw it in the, in, the, in the show, I'm like, no, 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 don't do this. <laughs> I mean, he's doing pretty good for himself if the rumors are true. So, man, so, ooh, bro, look, we already almost hit our hour. <laughs> I have, I'm sorry, I might talk too much. I'm, I'm starting to get better at that. My bad. <laughs> oh, no, 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 you were good. You were good. You were good. Everything was perfect. Listen. Tell people where they can find you and, and especially to check out your awesome clips that you drop every week. Um, as, 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 as one of my idols, Mel Brooks, once said, it's all about merchandising, branding. Uh, you can find me at the DA Experience on X, which used to be Twitter. The DA Experience mm -hmm. on TikTok. There's a Facebook page, the DA Experience. And you can definitely find me on Instagram where I post daily. Uh, as soon as I leave out of this, I got to make my post for the day so I can keep my streak alive. Um, there it is. The DA Experience. <laughs> Um, so yeah, any, anywhere there's a major social network, I think the only thing I ain't on is Reddit. <laughs> you can find me. That part. <laughs> well, listen, D, I appreciate your time, especially on a Saturday to come hang with us. And no, um, all it takes is once after that, you're considered family. So if there's anything Blast can help you with, whether you're going to be launching something or whatnot, you let us know. We got you covered because that's how appreciate we do. That's how we treat family. And and because you are family now, <clears throat> here we go. No, no, no. I mean, I ain't gonna do it this time. But next time you own, I'm gonna have jokes. I'm gonna have all kinds of jokes. Oh, this is well, what you gotta look for. Is a joke of a team the Steelers are right? Oh my no. god! Oh, see, you want to do that right here at the end? Right? <laughs> hey, you want to do that right here at the end and see and see if that's the reason he got that bottle of Febreze in behind him. The Ravens oh, yeah. oh, stink. No, no. The no, Ravens no, stink. Run the credit. That's why I live alone. I be funking this bitch up. Like, <laughs> I, like I live alone and I it stink. I, I ran over there. Y'all saw when the dude was singing the song. I went and got some cookies. It's already starting to feel a little bad up in here. You know I, what? You see the McDonald's cup? That that is not helping. I had to go to the bathroom the last 20 minutes. That's why I've been talking. We appreciate your transparency. <laughs> Well, everybody, we thank you so much for hanging out with us and clowning with us. But definitely check us next week. Correction, next week's Thanksgiving. You ain't seeing me. You will see a replay. But we love y'all. Be safe. And remember, choose to be kind. Celebrate the difference to make a difference. Peace. Love y'all. Have a good one.